Piana. Yes, that's sir. A, that's our intro. That's the man, that's the it. myth, the legend. Rest in peace, Rich Piana. Um, that's what we'll be talking about today. Good old Rich. Yep. We are uh we're just gonna be taking a deep dive into, you know, some of his teachings, uh, some of the things that he did, some of the crazy shit that he took, and just doing an overall like just rundown of of one of the one of the natty gods. I'm kidding, he's not natty. We were just joking about that. <laughs> yeah. He um he for those that don't know, look him up on YouTube. He he was uh way ahead of his time first of all he's way ahead of his time we need him now more than we needed him seven years ago um before he passed away but um he was a bodybuilder businessman uh social media influencer stuff like that um he i don't think he ever made pro i'm pretty sure he only competed in the npc um and he talked about why that is and he was talking about how he realized the harder he worked, the more he went towards bodybuilding, the more he realized that um, the guys around him were pushing it way harder than he was and they're borderline killing themselves. Uh, so he, which is a lot of the, a lot of the case true. It's just a matter of perspective and to rich um, even with, you know, all of his steroid usage and all of that, um, there are a lot of compounds that bodybuilders use that he didn't want to touch with a 10 foot pole. Um, one of them, especially in the early two thousands, a big one was insulin. Um, hard diuretics were also big back then. So he saw these guys using all of that stuff, uh, to get ready for these shows. And he just was like, this ain't for me. And on top of that, another thing that he talked about that he didn't like was that he would ask the judge, you typically after shows, you ask the judges what you could have improved upon. And he said he didn't like that aspect because he wanted to look the way he wanted to look. Why would he look a different way? Why would he look a way that somebody else wanted him to look? You know, if they said, oh, you need smaller arms, but he wanted bigger arms. Why would he, why would he sacrifice the way he wanted to look, you know? So that's yeah. another reason why he got out of bodybuilding. But yeah, he never made it pro, unfortunately, even though I think that he had a pro level physique prior to other things you're going to be talking about later on. But yeah, I think he deserved pro. <laughs> Yeah, the only stuff that I could find was his Mr. California stuff that he won both as a teen and as an adult. So, I mean, that's pretty mm -hmm. cool. But, yeah, nothing nothing higher than that. Yeah, he it says there's MPTC competitions um, in 2003 and 2009. So, he probably didn't place that well. But Mr. California, uh, teen, and in 1989, he won... And so I guess he won, I want to see, maybe, maybe I could find out. It might be online. Um, let's see if I could find like, cause you could look by athletes. Um, yeah. So can you imagine though find... that like, like think about like you going to the Excalibur and just out of nowhere, like obviously it was different back when, he was bodybuilding when Rich Piano was bodybuilding, but can you imagine, like, on the amateur style, you just go to, uh, like, the Excalibur and you're, tr like, doing your thing, and then Rich Piano is there, like, with his physique? Yeah. That'd be <laughs> wild. I'd love that, but too late, too, too late now. But, uh, I, I do wish I got to meet Rich Piano. Um, uh, I never got to search competitor. There it is. Okay. 
Let me see. Maybe not. It might it might not be documented online. Yeah, I can't find it. Uh, oh, maybe it's Richard. It might be Richard. Yeah, whatever his true name is. Yeah, it's probably Richard. Which is weird to think. Richard Piana. Doesn't sound right. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't find it. So it says online, at least on his Wikipedia page, that he supposedly won the Mr. Teen California in 1989, Mr. California in 1998, and some NPC competitions in 2003 and 2009. Um but that's all it really says. It doesn't say what competitions in 2003 and 2009. Just says that he did. Um, I guess his pro, it says pro debut was Mr. California 98, but that don't make sense because NPC doesn't run professional competitions. But I don't know. Anyways, um, besides the point, he wasn't, he, he had a bodybuilder's physique and immense open bodybuilder's physique at that. Um, his legs could have used more size back then, but ultimately he had a really solid upper body. And then he got into the influencing side of things. And that's where, um, you know, supposed synthol got involved. Um, well, that's what I was going to say too. Like he's, mm -hmm. he wasn't touching stuff, but then was throwing synthol in and synthol is not as common as, you know, some of the other harsher compounds that people take. Well, synthol is da very, very dangerous because um, synthol itself is an oil that you inject into your muscles that hardens and enlarges them in size. And it can be very dangerous when you get to the extreme side of things and, you know, they start to leak. The, the, those rock substances start to leak and, and start damaging your overall muscle tissue. Um, yeah. There's those guys with the extreme sized arms and traps and shit like that in other countries. There's a guy with giant pecs too. Uh, it's all synthol based, and um, if it, they were to burst, I don't think that would be very healthy at all. I think you'd probably die from it. I don't know how, but I feel like there's no way that you can just a bunch of oil can just get seeped into your body that's been sitting there for ten years. That's going to be good for you. Um, yeah. So yeah, you got to be careful of that stuff. He denies using synthol, but it's kind of obvious. Uh, because his triceps were just way too rounded. Uh, it just, they, his triceps just didn't make any sense. Um, and his biceps just didn't make any sense. Like it just, his arms didn't match up with what his physique used to be when he was competing. And then it just, it also just motive to, he had the motive to look freaky. Yeah. I mean, part of his like, me. thing when you, yeah. uh, like look at, like, think about anybody who's getting into like serious weightlifting or anything and you know sees all the different people so obviously there's like ronnie and jay and like the big mr olympia winners but then you see like the guys who didn't win and um who make a lot more content and he just looks so much bigger than any other person making that made content so like you're inclined yeah. to watch him so you're right like he has every reason to look on like abnormally large yeah he did he did look wild um with his physique uh and he was just when he would walk around like that was his i think that was one of his biggest things was even like making sure to look good in the gym it was more so about looking crazy with like clothes on just in public i think that was his biggest thing well that's that's the thing that 
us bodybuilders prefer over powerlifters. Like powerlifters want to look good in the gym with the amount of weight they push and and move and whatnot, and bodybuilders just want to we like look good like everywhere. Like that's that's the yeah. big difference. Yeah, we want to. The goal is to look to look big and good with clothes on, with a t shirt on. That's the goal. Yeah, be like, oh, that guy fucking lifts. That guy fucks <laughs> too. You can tell he fucks. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it's so. I mean, that was his biggest thing. I think was just making sure that he looked absolutely insane uh, with with clothes on and all that shit. And here are videos of him walking around and whatnot, and he'd take videos of people's reactions to him and shit because it's not every day that you see someone like Rich Piana walking on a sidewalk. And he also lived in California too, like in L.A. So like you'd see like people shocked on like fucking Rodeo, you know like uh, Rodeo Street, whatever it is, like just like shopping in fucking Gucci or something. Just massive motherfucker that could barely put on like even the purse loops don't even fit around his damn arms. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, it's just, it's not something people saw a lot, but that's part of what made him big. Uh, And another reason that he got big social media wise was because, I mean, he had some, he had some small, um, uh, roles and tv and stuff like that uh but really a, a big a big thing that uh he got big from was just his openness about steroid use he was like the first one really to be like very transparent about what he takes and what it does to a woman and what not to do and like why you shouldn't take it stuff like that so pretty wild that um he uh was like the first one to kind of pioneer that movement. And that's kind of what we're part of now too. Like my, my openness is a big portion of it is influenced because of Rich Piana. And I appreciated, I still appreciate all of his openness about his steroid use. So I want to return that, you know, and carry that on with my life and live my life that way where I am open about it. Uh, It only helps really at the end of the day. I mean, one of the things that we really have talked about in the past is like, what do you have to gain from withholding it? Like, obviously, like people who like, for example, Liver King, I know we try not to talk about him too much, but he had every reason why trying to hide it because he's selling all these different like supplements and things. And he claims that is the only reason. Um, Yeah. So people who sell things like that. I can understand the motive there. I don't agree with it, but I can, I can understand the motive, but people who are just in like bodybuilding and completely like say they are natural, that makes no sense because that is truly misleading because they're not trying to sell anything. They're just trying to bring a package to the show and win. And on social media, they claim natural. That doesn't make any sense there. Yeah. I mean, I can understand not wanting to talk about it at all. Which is fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you claim natural and you're not, that can be honestly the other way around. It can be dangerous um, because one, you're kind of giving false hope, and uh, you're kind of lying. Obviously, you're lying because you're not natural. Sorry. Oh, why y'all when I talk? It's fucking annoying. <laughs> um, so you're giving false hope. You're you're setting unrealistic expectations uh, for for individuals that want to look the way you want to that the, the way you look um i think for me the like i think it's it's better to not talk about it than to just claim natural when you're not um but at the same time i think 
when you don't talk about it, I think it can also be a problem too. Um, a big example of that is Dwayne Johnson. I was about uh, to bring has, him up. Yeah, he has um, requirements for interviews where uh, he they cannot bring up steroid use um, or anything like that. He will not talk about it, which I understand coming from his platform. But at the same time, like there's there's no snowball in hell's chance that Rich Pian or not Rich Piano, Dwayne Johnson is natural. There's no shot, especially with him playing Maui coming up in in the live action um moana he is going to be on everything under the fucking sun to put on size and lose fat like they're, he's they're gonna, gonna make a live action I didn't yeah know they're making a live action and he's playing moana or no he's playing he's <laughs> imagine to play moana <laughs> he's he's playing i'm on Maui. a true cut i'm on a true cut let's see how small i can get <laughs> a wig on me bitch uh not just, yeah, no, he's not playing, just weight i want to lose height <laughs> i want to lose everything i want to become a woman <laughs> Uh yeah he uh he's gonna be playing Maui so he'll be playing Google himself. Search. Google of. search does estrogen lower height? <laughs> <laughs> How to lower height with steroids? <laughs> Remove kneecaps. Okay, done. <laughs> Just cuts it off. <laughs> done. Well, it's like uh, the Family Guy thing with Peter. I went into into the doctors and uh, <laughs> I said I want to make my dick bigger. That I uh, I asked the wrong question. He comes out with no legs. <laughs> yeah, he goes. Uh, he goes. I went down to my knees, and he walks out. And he goes. They brought up my knees. But <laughs> <laughs> his legs like two inches long. <laughs> they brought up my such, knees. Such a dumb shtick. <laughs> I love it. It's so. It's the the dumber the better. Um, but yeah, so he he's playing Maui, and there's just no way in hell he's not on a ton of compounds. And you can't tell me with a straight face that a dude that has like a few hundred thousand dollar gym that travels with him wherever yeah. he goes is not on steroids. There's no way. Like this dude's constantly Can you imagine though? Like obviously, like wherever you go for acting, there's generally a lot of space because you know acting like departments and places they even build like fake cities and stuff where people yeah like, film everything in their space but his regular travel can you imagine like not how much it costs to ship that gym but the amount he spends on rent on like one day renting land to to you know put that gym down yeah somewhere? i don't know how that aspect works because he has like a tent thing that he puts up right it, and it's and massive has, like yeah he has that like team he has like a team of like five or six guys that like takes everything apart, puts it back together wherever he's filming. But I wonder how that would work, like the land aspect of things. He might that might be a requirement of working with him. Like you need to supply me the land to build my gym on temporarily. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's got if he's got the money for it, I'd do it too if I could. <laughs> but yep. I just want a gym like that in one spot. I want half a gym like that in just one spot. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need it traveling with me. I just need it at home in my garage. That's what I want um yeah the home gym is 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 the goal (laughs) oh of course um but yeah so back to rich he was very open about it he talked about his steroids uses uh through you know hgh uh which is human growth hormone he talked about testosterone a lot um as far as like the actual compounds he talks about those are really the only ones i can think of um i know he was pretty open about his deca usage which is kind of is basically um, he he talks about how he uses te- tests and Deca. Um, Deca can be used on its own as 
TRT. It's derived from testosterone, but if you use it in conjunction, it's a great uh, size compounder, um, which is what he started at 18, apparently, was Tessendeca. And at the time, mid to late 80s, I mean, there wasn't crazy, crazy compounds on the market at the time in comparison to now. So Deca, D-Ball, Test, um, Nandrolone, really, which I think is actually just D-Ball, but... Um, yeah, so Decaturbol and testosterone are really just his main compounds. Uh, obviously, he needs to take like things like aromatase inhibitors uh, in order to help with gyno, all of that. And the GH wasn't even really necessarily – he talked about it in videos. It wasn't even really necessarily for muscle gains and all of that, which GH is – the way GH works is very, very almost backwards to how other compounds work. But he, the reason he took GH was because it made him feel better um helped his hair grow stuff like that um which is what gh will do uh gh you can get i don't know if you can do it now but you uh, i know at one point i have to look into it i know at one point you can get prescribed gh um and it's a great compound for people on the older side uh i think more for him it was because of his uh damage that he's done to his body through steroid usage that kind of called for gh as a remedy for the situation uh but if you're on the older side gh can can literally change your life uh just like testosterone can if you're low test if you get on trt it will change your life um so he used gh uh very expensively uh in order to feel better throughout the day and essentially what he would do which from my understanding he was almost liver king level as far as spending goes, because he had all the money to spend on it. Um, but he would do, um, I believe it was. So he said he was sometimes getting it for free, the GH, but typically it would cost him about eight grand a month, uh, roughly $2,000 a week um, in order to pin, I believe. Um, so he would pin once a week or really you want to pin every day, but he was taking 20 IUs per day of serostin, which is a synthetic version of it, which is a shit ton. 20 IUs a day on the reg is a fucking shit ton. Um, so he was probably, I mean, if that's what he's saying, 20 IUs per day, he's probably pinning per day, but people also calculate per week and stuff like that. You know, you could say, if you're on 700 milligrams of test, you could say you're on 100 milligrams a day of test, which even though you're not pinning 100 milligrams a day of test, you could just say that. So it's just easier this for is calculating. Yeah, yeah. It all just depends on how you look at it. Um, if you talk in milliliters, you're a fucking idiot uh, because milliliters <laughs> don't mean shit, but milligrams, absolutely. Uh, especially, I mean, as long as you got pure shit, but that's all that matters. I measure, I measure in cups. One cup. Of- oh, God. <laughs> how many cups a day of testosterone do you take? <laughs> We're going to get to that point where it's like, there's, the compounds going to be so ridiculous. You're like, how many cups of trendy you take in a day? I take three. And they're like, basically just, just like I beef just jerky. It. Yeah, they're just, just like shriveled it. up fucking. Oh, God. I, it probably tastes terrible too. Because it's, it's my shit's suspended in MCT oil. So it's, it probably tastes terrible. Um, But yeah, so that was Rich's kind of beginning. And he really spread a um, positive message, I think. Um, and talked about how you shouldn't do what he does and he does it because that's what he does. Um, that's yeah. That's yeah really I mean, it. that's really it. 
everybody who does or who works out and like gets their body to that level and tells people not to do the things they're doing i mean most of us have pretty bad body dysmorphia like and i'm willing to bet dimes on the dozen he always felt like he had small arms because the amount of time and like you see how disproportionate his arms i mean not i'm I'm gonna say disproportionate it's not taking away from him at all but he definitely has bigger arms than anything else and like for sure that's a you know factor or a a result from having you know people who not people sorry um a factor of having body dysmorphia against you know his arms he feels like his arms are always small yeah yeah i mean that's just like you said that's just body dysmorphia 101 uh which is unfortunate but i wonder how i gotta look up his arm size i don't remember what they were at um but i'm gonna take I mean, a guess at 26 that's my guess uh 23 and a half actually um wow, but i think okay. just proportionately they look enormous yeah i mean 24 inch arms is like rich like uh ronnie coleman i think had 24 inch arms yep something like that but it was i think it was more because rich doesn't have much of a peak when he's flexing his arms where because they're just so massive he doesn't have much of a peak where with like someone like Roddy coleman he has crazy bicep peak uh so that will definitely play a role um and again size as well um i don't remember exactly his height um let me see if it says it right here oh he's six foot what the fuck I don't know. Anyways, that's what it says online. I don't know if that's true or not. But um, he's also known for his, as far as his arms go, he was also known for his eight-hour arm workout. Um, so he would do hey an eight-hour arm up workout. With my, just came up with my new leg day. Hey, guys, so this is essentially an eight-hour arm workout. <laughs> I love those memes where you skip out on leg day for something else. It's like we're yeah. about to hit legs, but then you end up on the bench press. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he did an eight hour arm workout. I don't know how often he did it. Supposedly that was his arm routine, I guess. Um, but what he would do is he'd split up the workout into 16, 30 minute workouts and he'd have essentially alternating workouts that he would do. So he would do, uh, for 30 minutes, he would do four sets of 10 of skull crushers and four sets of 10 of barbell curls. And then the next 30 minutes, he would do um, four sets of 15 for single arm dumbbell extensions. And then work out the second movement would be four sets of 15 of barbell dumbbell hammer curls. Um, so hammer curls and barbell curls. It says barbell dumbbell hammer curls. I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm wondering if that's like with an easy bar, like an, like a warped but easy for, bar maybe to try and get for the, hammer the... curls. I mean, there are like the hammer curls you need the the straight up grip. So yeah, there are barbells. I wouldn't really call them barbells, but they're basically just like these bars that you can put weights on each end, and they they allow you to do hammer curls, um, yeah, and like close grip bench and shit. So maybe that's what they're talking about. I'm not sure, but either way, he's doing a skull crusher and an extension, and then he's doing a barbell curl and a hammer curl. So, oh, excuse me. Um, so he, the way he would do this is he would have, I believe it was a large meal about an hour and a half prior to training. Uh, so you have about an hour and a half 
uh, for it to digest. Then after every 30 minute workout, he would have a protein shake, um, which typically protein shakes for one scoop is like 25 grams of protein, something like that. So we're talking like 800 grams of protein. By the time you're done, you're actually a hard day. <laughs> and that's just the protein shakes alone. He would have a meal beforehand and he would have a big meal afterwards. Um, the guy who's talking about it, who tested it on himself, he did um, large pizza, chicken strips, milkshake, and a protein dessert. And then two days off from the gym. Yeah, you definitely need rest. 12 to 14 hours. Yeah. But I mean, it, that's not something you just can keep doing like if you can't like every train for a couple of days yeah <laughs> every yeah, that's friday and then i take the weekend off <laughs> yeah the weekend off eat whatever you want all that just because you did two movements for biceps two movements for triceps for eight straight hours on friday but and who has uh, the fucking time for that too wasn't rich's claim that it added an inch like just on that workout alone to your biceps, I, feel I think like that from was, like a uh, pump or something. Yeah. Well, no, so no. I feel said, like someone someone did it and then um, <laughs> measured like days afterwards. Um, but well, this yeah. guy said that he measured the day after and he gained half an inch on his arms. Supposedly, yeah. That's I think that's what it is. Uh, so as far every as... week I can gain half an inch. So. By the end of the year, I'm going to have 26 inches added to my biceps. <laughs> By the end of next year, I'll have 40-inch arms. <laughs> unstoppable. That's, <laughs> then that's literally the, the Russian synthol kid. Yeah, I'd have, I'll have the biggest arms in the world. I'll be, I'll be a villain in a superhero movie. <laughs> You'd be like Bane, like the, like, the, like the original Bane from like, way back in the day where he's a gigantic green monster. Yeah. That, that poison Ivy made like just fucking seven and a half feet tall, 600 pounds of pure muscle. That'll be me next year after doing this eight hour arm workout every single week. And then Dwayne Johnson is doing the reverse of that to shrink in order to play Maui. <laughs> yeah. He, he's just eating a lot of, uh, a lot of Starbucks lattes um bis biscoff based oatmeal foods uh and then girl dinners and that's what's gonna get him to uh to moana's size <laughs> girl dinner um so silly um another thing that um i know we talked about rich um being very transparent with everything but his uh his bigger by the day series where he would literally mm -hmm. record like his whole day like there was not a shred of anything hidden like it was like You're like 45 morning or something right yeah but it was it was everything in his day from what he ate to what he worked out to how much he sleep mm -hmm. what he did that day and like it was everything and so that's like the true definition of of transparency yeah yeah that was a pretty big series he had going there and it actually happened like right before he died um like he recorded it right before he died so like this one has a million views for instance this one was was posted january 2016 so god i can't fucking stand that they do that i can't stand that youtube does that it just says seven years ago it doesn't anyways um it's like a little over a year before he died he died august 2017 um 
how long the series went, I actually don't know. Um, do you know how long it went for? Is there a playlist? Maybe there's a playlist. Um, yeah, well, there is. There's this, a playlist. This just says he's trying to put on 30 pounds as fast as possible. So however long that takes. <laughs> Which is, you know, subjective to the person. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 30, 30 pounds is a lot to put on. I wonder what he started at and where he ended. Um, let's see. So this is... Okay, so I think the last one they recorded was day 110, which was uh, uh, May 9th, 2016. So if you go from the start, which was day one, so May 9th, 2016 is when it ended. He started January 4th. So if that's true and he was going for 30 pounds, he would have achieved it in four months, which is we're talking about two pounds a week roughly he'd be putting on. Yeah. Over over that four months. Um, I haven't watched the entire series or anything like that. Probably should at some point. Like go through an episode every couple of days or something. Um, but yeah, he uh that was a big series that he had there for a while. Uh and then he stopped doing it after that. But I wish he was still going. I wish we still had bigger by the day. We didn't realize what we had at the time. I wasn't really into the gym at the time. We were just graduating high school when he posted that last one. So if, if he could have kept going and I could have gotten into uh, Rich prior to his death, I think it would have been it would have been a different story, but unfortunately got into it too late. So yeah. never got to experience the Rich Piana um, hype, well, I guess. With, you know, with how much his stuff has taken off. And I mean, his death doesn't really, to me personally, doesn't change the popularity of his videos i think that the content is yeah. just relevant now like you mentioned and can you imagine like a rich piano like signing at like a, a like a gym or something like that and the amount of people that would like you know how noel diesel noel diesel does it uh in different locations when he travels he just like opens he goes to a gym and is like on his on his social he'll be like i'm here if you want to meet me come hang out can you imagine how packed yeah. it would be if Rich did something like that? <laughs> I mean, I know Michael Hearn was pretty packed in that gym that day. Because yeah, when you there. went and saw him. Yeah. yeah. I just went there to say what's up. But, I mean, it was pretty packed that day. So, that was pretty, that was pretty wild. Um, so no, you went you went there how to – How Rich Piotr would be now, I don't know. <laughs> you went there to prick Michael Hearn with a needle just so you can officially say that he's not natty. <laughs> Real quick drug test. Can you just uh, no no no? You, when you go, you, to... you injected him with something. <laughs> oh yeah, now he's not natty anymore. I was gonna say when he goes to the bathroom, I just like run into the bathroom and just like catch some urine, like I gotcha, and then run out. <laughs> Surprise urine test. That would be. I wonder what the results would be. But anyways, Rich talked about how he um, he was more popular than a lot of the bodybuilders that he that were competing at the expos that he was at you know i think the olympia was one of them and he said it's it's funny because like back in the day um bodybuilders got big off of like magazines and and winning competitions stuff like that but then it became about social media a lot of the aspect at least um so for him he talked about how social media made him so big and he would do these expos and these signings and shit and people would go to the expos simply just to sign to get his signature to meet him and stuff like that 
And yeah. he said there's one time where he was in an elevator and he, all he would say was that it was a big time bodybuilder, big time Olympia competitor. Like he's not talking about like some guy who's going to get like 25th or whatever, like last call out or anything. He's like, this is one of the top guys, like projected to win potentially. And he didn't know who he was. He is in the elevator and the guy said, hey, Rich. He goes, well, what's up, man? He goes, I'm a big fan. He's like, I appreciate everything that you're doing and all that. And just wanted to say thank you and whatnot. And he goes, well, what's your name? And the guy looked all like offended because like <laughs> he's at the Olympia and this guy's like projected to win and he didn't know who he was. And he's yeah. like, it's just the reality of it was just that the popularity just doesn't sit with bodybuilding and you, at least in that aspect where you need the social media following. Um, so now if he was still around, man, I can only imagine how big he would be now because the industry went in the direction of needing transparency. We need transparency now more than ever. And we didn't really need it back in 2016, 2017, where fitness culture wasn't as big as it is today. Uh, you know, there's gyms like in Charlotte, I've talked about it. There's gyms popping up all the time. You know, I think like two, three a year at this point are popping up uh, yeah. around the Charlotte area where 2016, 2017, it really wasn't a thing. Like it's, it's even big in like high schools now and shit. Like it's like a, it's like a social thing now where you hang out with your friends and you go with your friends and all that. It's no longer about going to the mall. Like it was when we were in high school, it wasn't about, you know, going to the movies or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's now like going to the gym, going to train shit like that. That wasn't a thing for us in high school, even though it wasn't too long ago, you know, we graduated seven years ago, roughly almost, almost actually, yeah, a little over seven years ago. So um, it's it's not as big as – it's it's a lot bigger as it was. So if we had him now, I think we'd be in a better place. And I just I just wish he – was, he was ahead of his time, unfortunately. Yeah, and, you know, it's unfortunate to see that. But uh, that's why we try and – like that's like part of the motivation behind our video today to just, you know, bring more light to all the stuff that he has and all the, you know – uh, information that, that he has available too. like the if if you're in the gym world you're for sure having at least one uh oops busted video in your uh busted. in your for you page <laughs> eating a cookie on the way to the gym uh this doesn't count of, this is a snack <laughs> this is a yummy snack this doesn't count as he's eating a 500 calorie fucking protein cookie <laughs> Like he, that's so belittled the amount of calories in cookies. This doesn't count, dude. That's like a cheat meal. Like that's like, <laughs> um, a lot of people call, um, I don't know what you think of him. I haven't really watched any of his like true content, but Sam Sulek, uh, a lot of people call Sam Sulek the new, like rich Piana kind of like with the way he like does his videos and all of that, where he records like every aspect of his day. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I didn't recognize his name, but just looking at him now, I have so much on him, like in terms of what pops up on my page. And yeah, you're right. It's yeah. like he everything's recorded, and he's such a humble dude too. Yeah, he. But the the thing with with he's, Sam is he's also like um, 21. <laughs> he's 21. He's on copious amounts of anabolics, so where he's gonna kill himself. Um, and he also has Greg Doucette's made a video about it, how he has like one of the worst diet diets in bodybuilding, whatever. People talk about hey how guys, Greg's just jealous, it's whatever. Coach Greg. Yeah. With his high voice. Hey guys. See, we all know his voice ain't like that. That's just for his videos. But um he talks about how he has a really bad diet, 
blah, blah, blah. People talk about how Greg's just jealous because Sam has the physique that Greg could never achieve. It don't matter. The point is, is that Sam's on way too much gear. He's covered in acne. Um, his physique, although large, is not aesthetic because he doesn't have any dense, mature muscle yet. It's all superficial. It's all like he would lose it. If he stopped taking anabolics and stopped training, it would all go away because he's he's 21. He's too young to hold on to it. Um, I'm 25 and I'm still not old enough to really hold on to a lot of my muscle. So yeah, muscle density, muscle maturity is not there yet. Um, so he's just pushing it way too hard, way too soon. Anyways, um, he the thing with Sam, he records a lot of what he does in a way kind of like Rich, but not so serious because it's just him doing it. So it's not like he has a cameraman. He doesn't have like an editor or, editor, editor or anything like that. Um, but Sam also has like this, like, uh, I don't know if you pick up on it. He also, he almost has like this sad aura to him. Like he's got this like sad vibe. Like he's like very lonely. That's what, it, that's what he gives off to me. I was watching this video that's yesterday. The, that's the pull down hat. Like it's always like, you know, yeah, covered up almost. I mean, I, I wear a hat to the gym every day, but for me, it's it's not really necessarily the way he looks. It's more just how he carries himself. And he was talking about how he's like, I, he's like, why would I get in the car, go to the gym, or ride a bicycle to the gym? He's like, because the gym's only a few blocks away from me. He's like, so why would I do that? Um, did I just hear PS5 beep? Uh, no, that was my air conditioner turning off. Oh, oh, I thought that was a PS5 beep. beep. Yeah, I'm going to start um, gaming in the background while we record. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Anyways, um, he was talking about how, like, why would he ride his bike or drive his car to, he called it the rec center. I don't know what he meant. I don't know if he means like an actual recreation center or if he means the gym. Um, why would he do that and go do cardio, scan his key tag, walk in, do all that when he could just ride the bike at home and just the way he was talking about it, the way he was saying things just yeah. made it seem like he was very lonely and just very sad. I have no idea. It's just the way it seemed to me. And I went to the comments to see if anybody else picked it up and somebody was like, damn, this dude just seems depressed. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. But it could be also a lot of what he takes. Uh, he could be he could be very lonely, but that's just Sam for you. And he's on the dangerous side of things because, I mean, I haven't watched any of his videos talking about steroid usage. If he has any, people say that he's on a ton, but he does talk about his diet, which is fucking wild. Uh, he drinks two liters of chocolate milk in the morning every day. That's just, that's his breakfast. <laughs> Literally, that's his breakfast every single day is two liters. That's, that's almost two gallons. That's that not quite, but almost two gallons of straight chocolate milk a day. We're talking like 1500 to 2000 calories of just straight chocolate milk that has no protein in it. I mean, he might get like a protein version of chocolate milk, but like. It's not a substantial amount of protein, uh, or at least it's healthy protein. Not purely just for the calories. Yeah, it's just straight up calories. That's like that's how much weight he's trying to put on right now. It's just he just needs more and more calories, which I mean, I guess is one way to do it, chocolate milk. But that's also like a lot on your system. There's a lot better ways to get a lot of calories in your system. Um, but yeah, he just has a really bad diet. Rich, I don't think he had too, too bad of a diet. Obviously, he had to eat a shit ton. Um, but I think from my understanding, from videos I've seen and all of that, he would uh, eat clean. You know, he would eat oats and egg whites and chicken and beef and steak and all that. He would eat clean. And he there's there's videos where he's like, 
he talks about you got to eat big to get big and how he'd be like he's like ate what egg whites and oatmeal he's like uh breakfast every day and he's like i'm gonna be honest tastes like fucking shit and he's like <laughs> just like shoveling it down and he's like this doesn't taste good he's like this is this is what my body needs. He's like, this is what I need to put on size. He's like, this is not taste good. I do not eat for taste. Uh, so Rich's diet in that sense is most likely healthier than someone like Sam's. Uh, but also he did have to take his age into account because he's mid forties. Everything's going to start falling off at that point. So he had to kind of kick it up a notch as far as making sure his health was in a better place, which obviously did not ring true towards the end um, as there were signs uh, a few months prior to his death that he was just on copious amounts of uh, recreational drugs, uh, cocaine, heroin, stuff like that. He was he was known for using Adderall um, prior to training, which he talked about as is like, great for focus. Like a, I was going to say like a focusing agent. Yeah, like a nootropic basically. Uh, yeah. But obviously uh, – someone for coming from someone myself who takes Adderall, I can tell you that uh, it affects you in many different ways. Uh, focus is one of them uh, for if you have something like ADD or ADHD, I'm not sure if Rich did. It just straight up helps you focus. That's all it is. It just calms your mind down. There's not a million things going on at once. Um, but if you don't have it, it gives you it's a stimulant. That's really what Adderall is, is a very strong stimulant. That's why coffee calms me down versus actually giving me energy. Um, so Adderall does the same thing where if you don't have ADD or ADHD, it, it, it gives you super, super jitters and you're, you could be awake for hours. And that's why college students will take Adderall to study um, and to pass classes, stuff like that. It'll take it at night so that they can study all the way through the night because they'll be awake the entire time and, and focused and, and just dialed in. Granted, there's going to be a crash. Um, that's one of the side effects of Adderall when you first start taking it is that you're going to crash when it comes out of your system. Um, but for Rich, he took it prior to workouts so that he'd stay focused and have, you know, energy and all of that. But the problem is with Adderall is it's also a, not really like a blood thinner, but it, it doesn't promote, uh, blood flow at all. So his pumps were always shit when he would train with Adderall. So he'd, I think he'd also have to take his actual pre-workout as well on top of Adderall, which he would then take like five, six scoops of his, um, I forget what it was at the time. Now they have different supplements, I think. But at the time, it was like we're talking over a gram of caffeine um, worth of shit every time he'd take his pre-workout and probably 10 plus grams of beta alanine alone. So he was taking a shit ton of pre-workout as well on top of the Adderall. Um, so there's Adderall usage. There's heroin usage, I believe. There was cocaine, obviously. I mean, anybody who's as big as GPI is probably going to be on cocaine. Uh, and then uh, he... There was supposed speculation of opiate usage. There were some clips that are actually quite disturbing um, of how he looked when he was towards the end of his his life, which we didn't know at the time was the end of his life. But there's a video of his wife. Um, I forget her name. Jensen is her last name. Um, they never he never gave her his last name. It's just uh, let's see. <laughs> last name is trademarked can't take it <laughs> yeah it's copyrighted if you take my last name you're getting sued yeah it's jansen i forget uh yeah i forget her name um i know her last name is jansen i don't remember her first name but 
he uh anyways she was recording him doesn't matter what her name is she was recording him and he they were in a hotel room i saw this very recently this was like last week i saw this for the first time um he was like if you've ever seen drug abuse you'll know what it looks like the second you see it uh he was like standing up straight but he was like bobbing over and couldn't really stand up straight and was like looked like he was completely out of it and his like eyes rolling back and shit and like he was just trying to stand up straight and she's talking about how like scared she is she looks like he's gonna fucking die and he's gonna have like a heart attack or something and he's like no no baby it's okay i'm fine he's like i'm not on anything i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine he's like don't worry don't worry i'm okay and it just like it really showed like we didn't know at the time it really showed the la the the you know one of the steps towards the end um because i mean everybody immediately everybody speculated uh steroid use towards the end but really there's no toxicology report which christoph and i talked about prior to recording today but there was no toxicology report done so we don't actually know what it really was that killed him the autopsy was inconclusive uh well, so the autopsy I think he, showed that his the autopsy showed that his heart and liver were twice the size of a normal man which is yes which i mean to be expected with you know massive yeah. bodybuilders that kind of happens but obviously that is detrimental to your internal system yeah that's one of the biggest side effects to uh very long term um steroid use is is your heart enlarging because your liver that's if you take a lot of orals which um, i would assume that steroid that uh rich was taking a lot of orals drinking a lot probably and all the drugs he was taking your liver will, will probably grow in size because of that your liver is just it doesn't really get too too affected from i mean it does get affected from steroid use absolutely there are uh supplements you could take that support liver um actually five percent nutrition rich piana's nutrition company has a liver support agent that helps with steroid use he talked about how he developed it because of the to the toll your liver could take on steroids and that's because of orals uh not necessarily injectables but orals which can be very very hard on your system especially something like anadrol anadrol is very very hard on your liver but besides the point is your heart's affected by all of it every single steroid your heart's affected by uh and your heart is a muscle that's what it does it pumps it's a muscle uh we uh subconsciously our brain pumps our, our heart for us imagine having to live our life where we had to go boop, 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 boop every single like every we had to think about it imagine that that would suck like you're training and you're like eight set you're like eight reps in and your heart's at a resting rate and you're just like oh shit <laughs> to like get, to get caught back up you're doing a pr of some kind like on a deadlift and you're like to truly sub to truly send all of my energy to my you know legs and back i'm gonna stop my heart <laughs> <laughs> one last giant pump straight to the straight to the back for lats and then stop it and then lift done oh, i'm about to die uh that's cardiac yeah. arrest for you you just put yourself into cardiac arrest on purpose uh but yes yeah, so pump possible <laughs> yeah just imagine that that'd be great if we could focus our blood in one area just be like i want a little I'm bit more towards my biceps please well there's that joke that that meme uh video i've uh it's these guys who are not in the gym, but they 
make fun of uh, pre-workout names, and it's like the last they go through like twenty of them, and the last one is like this one's literally called "You Will Die at the End of Your Workout." <laughs> yeah. My buddy took it, but right before he died, he said it was the best pump he ever had. <laughs> there's so there's I think I've seen similar videos to that. It's like um, it's like uh, I think it was Ted where they like named all the like stupid weed names. Yeah, I think it was Ted too. It's like that. It's like all these whack ass names, but um, yeah. So, so your heart is going to enlarge over time because as a muscle, it's always working. It never stops uh, unless you have a heart attack, which is what a heart attack is. You go to you 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 die because your heart stops, but um, it enlarges over time and builds a plaque. So plaque is much. It's almost like think about plaque like on your teeth. It's just a buildup of bacteria basically just like material stuff that that builds up over time which can be remedied you can remove plaque from heart through surgery and and also preventative care and all of that but plaque is built up through anabolic usage as well as just your heart getting bigger um and i can only imagine how big rich piana's heart was with how long he was using steroids for uh but yeah he i think he did go into cardiac arrest due to like as far as his death actually goes but as far as what caused that um people think it's because of an opiate overdose uh which can put you into cardiac arrest from my understanding the the autopsy wasn't conclusive as to like exactly what killed him but from my understanding um he he had a cardiac arrest um let me see he was in a coma for a couple weeks and then well yeah so my theory on that too is like because that's a medically induced coma to try and uh help prevent the swelling Correct. that was going on but yeah my my under i mean i have a very in-depth understanding and knowledge of uh you know abuse and uh withdrawals and whatnot and i'm willing to bet dimes on the dozen that it was the withdrawals that killed him because the, mm-hmm. the he was put into that coma to you know help counteract everything but your body needs to go through the withdrawals and you if you go cold turkey which is what a coma will do because you're not taking anything your system Mm -hmm. completely restarts so i'm willing to bet it was that yeah that's a good thing to mention too is that a lot of people don't realize with harder drugs and alcohol and stuff like that if you're so deep into it a withdrawal like withdrawals and, and going cold turkey can kill you um that's why things like suboxone exist is so that you don't die from withdrawals um it helps remedy the withdrawals a little bit, but yeah, that's a good point. That that could be very well what could have happened. Um, he was in that coma for two weeks, and then he was pronounced dead. Um, I think just because he was basically just brain dead at that point, like there was no saving him. There was no going back. His brain was too swollen. Um, so it was August twenty fifth. Um, unfortunately, at the age of forty six, which is really young, uh, forty six is way too young. Um, and it's sad because. Uh, there's a video where somebody said he was talking about he was talking about Dallas McCarver and how Dallas McCarver I think it was him who was talking about Dallas McCarver how Dallas died at 25 or 26 and he goes uh, was it him I don't know who he's talking about but he said he said man he's like even at that age that's still you're still so young you're still just a pup and like that gets to me because people could say that about him, you know, I'd be like, dude, 46 is way too young. You're still just a pup. Like you could just say that about any age. Like you, there's so much more life to live beyond 46. Well, I, I was going to say like mm-hmm. in, in the bodybuilding world too, like, you know, 
most guys like Olympia level retiring in their late thirties or something like that. And your mid to late forties is when you just start getting into the, like, I'm not going to say like legends, but like, like that's when you start to actually have like a big following, like think Ronnie, like so many people are like influenced by him now. And it's like, Mm-hmm. he's alive and able to not relish in that fact, but he's able to appreciate that because of how influential he still is from his previous work. And you don't yeah. see that until, you know, 10, 20 years after you retire. It's like with any other major league athlete, like NFL mm-hmm. players, you know, they become analysts and whatnot, and you can uh, like utilize and appreciate their mind after that point, which is what a lot of guys can do. And that we never, I mean, we only get, his training stuff we don't get any of his like looking back 20 years what i would have done you know yeah um a good thing to mention actually that really ties to that is painters um artists uh most painters that have very large very popular paintings uh didn't actually get big until after they died vincent van Mm -hmm. gogh arguably the most popular painter of all time anybody will know who vincent van gogh is when you mention his name he only sold one painting throughout his whole life. He was never a big painter. People actually didn't like his paintings back in the 1800s. There's a whole episode. If you guys, if there's any episode of Doctor Who I think people should watch, it's the Vince Benko episode. <laughs> Phenomenal episode. Um, it's it's a little weird. It's it's Doctor Who. So like there's like a yeah. alien thing going on. But anyways, they bring they they meet Vincent Van Gogh, and the reality is that when he was alive um in the late 1800s nobody wanted his paintings he was the town drunk he was the town weirdo you know his paintings were terrible people didn't like his art style that's you know terrible to them at the time um so nobody bought him nothing like that so they brought him to the future and showed him the vincent van gogh exhibit at like the london art museum or something like that and that gave him the motivation to keep going so like it said like in the story you know, Doctor Who is the reason why Vincent Van Gogh painted all of his big paintings, but um, that's the reality for painters. Bodybuilders, a, a lot document. of time, that's... It's not fiction. <laughs> yeah, it's real with the TARDIS, the police box. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a very interesting story, so I think you should check it out. But I think that would be true with a lot of bodybuilders. Um, imagine if Rodney Coleman passed away shortly after competing, you know, in the 08 Olympia, whatever, his last one. Um, or if that was 06 or I forget which one it was, we would only say, what if, what would it be like today if he was alive? Well, what wisdom could he bestow upon us? What information? I think Ronnie, the problem with Ronnie now is that he's so big in the bodybuilding world. He's less about giving information and just more about just being Ronnie Coleman. There's a video I saw recently yeah. that really, to me, bugged me uh, because it just it didn't really show much humility and this guy goes it was a question video on youtube short and he goes uh this guy goes hey R- hey ronnie do you have a photo of you before bodybuilding and a photo of you like after bodybuilding like during bodybuilding like so we could see a comparison of like what you looked like as you know a kid or whatever basically is what the guy was asking and ronnie goes yeah if you google ronnie coleman before bodybuilding and then ronnie coleman after bodybuilding you'll get all the photos you want and it's like, that's not what we're asking. We're asking like for like a home photo. Like, do you have like a photo you could show us that like is hard to find or something that like really shows who you what you look like? And like that that really bothered me because he's like, I'm not gonna do that. Like that's basically what he's saying. Like, I'm not gonna do that. You you look it up. 
And it's like, you, he could have Googled that in three seconds without asking the question. It took longer to ask yeah. the question than Google it. He wanted a different result. Um, I think Rich Piana, a big thing with Rich Piana was that he was a very, very cool dude. He's very, very humble, very nice guy. And a lot of people who've met him will say that he was, he was a great guy. Um, and that's really the, one of the things I really want to be able to do one day is that, you know, if I have, you know, if we have some sort of fan base or something one day, I, I just always keep your hum humility, you know, just, we're all just, we're all just people, you know, at the end of the day. And I, I wouldn't want to meet someone and be disappointed. You know, that's why they say never meet your heroes, but Rich Piana was the one you'd really actually want to meet because he's such a cool dude. And there's this one comment. Somebody said that he, um, he met Rich randomly and he said, I'm a big fan. You know, you inspired me stuff, stuff like that. And he said, Rich sat down with him for a half hour and just, they just shot the shit just like randomly. Yeah. Like he kind of interrupted his day wherever they were. And Rich just hung out for a half hour and chatted with them. And it's like, that's the type of person that you want to influence others. Um, you don't want, I mean, Rodney, don't get me, don't get me wrong. He might've just been in a mood or something like that. But you know, if, if Rodney's always like that, where he's always like, you know who I am, just do the work yourself. It's like, that's not the type of person I, I, I want influencing people, you know, we'll commend him for his bodybuilding. But as a person, if he's like that all the time, that's just, that's just too much. But yeah, Rich is a very, very good guy. So I, I commend him for that as well. Yeah. And I mean, with Ronnie too, like Ronnie looks so much older than he actually is. Like if you see the videos of him working out with Arnold and Arnold is like, what, like 20 years older than him, something like that. He's like and late seventies, I think now or something, right? Yeah. I forget how and old Arnold Ronnie is. Ronnie just looks like the same age as Arnold. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like that's part of it. But yeah, no, adding, adding uh, Rich's, uh, experience to my list of uh, of dream things. Standing in that elevator and going, "Who are you?" <laughs> like yeah, who, who, that, that's that's now on the list of dreams. <laughs> are you competing at this at this show today? Whatever the show is called, <laughs> I forget what it's called. No, no, no. no. You. Oh, who's your who's going to be your favorite on stage? <laughs> <laughs> who Imagine asking for? that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine asking that to like a guy who's locked in for like top five. <laughs> Like big Rami with his death face and everything. Oh, who do you think? Who do you think's gonna win? I don't know who's gonna win. I don't know anybody on the stage. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> it would be even funnier. It's like, oh, do you uh, you go to the gym at all? It's like, just like, do you do you, you train daddy? at all? Or <laughs> yeah, just like, I mean, I can tell you natural. How can I achieve your stuff naturally? <laughs> oh my god just like just completely shit on him and it's like that it's like that there's that meme where it's like when you walk into a new gym and they're like have you been in the gym before and it was like like basically just talking about like the audacity like how dare you say that to me <laughs> i mean <laughs> such an insult like you walk into a gym it's like you've been training for years and years and years and you compete professionally and they're just like oh you ever been in a gym before you piece of <laughs> shit you son of a bitch i'm leaving it's That's like how the uh the the parks and rec meme that or that he's in the heart. I know more than you. Up to him. Yeah. I know more than you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Personal trainer comes up to me. He's like, hey, can I give you a tip? I know more than you. <laughs> All righty. And walks away. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I mean, Ronnie put his body through so much shit. That's why he looks the way he does. I mean, Jay Cutler is a good example of what you could look like if you went the healthier route. Granted, Jay was also very hard on his body with the food. Um, yeah, 
So, you know, he got fat in the off season, which wasn't good for you, but um, yeah, Ronnie is a different world. He, he did damage his body a lot, but um, over here doing a side chest, is that what you're doing? Yeah. You know, just gotta, gotta flex. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Rich has a really good message and I think a lot of people should watch some of his motivational stuff. And he talks about leaving the ego at the door, um, being humble. Um, everybody, one of, one of his quotes, one of my, one of his quotes that I still live to that I still look up to that it helped me a lot getting through the, the mental side of swap, swapping a prep to bulk. I think I talked about it was rich saying, um, uh, we're all in this shit together, like a motherfucking family. And yep. um, that's the reality is we're all, we are all in this shit together. And at the end of the day, we all love the same thing at really, no matter how you look at it, training is training. Um, besides CrossFit, that doesn't count, but training is training <laughs> and uh, eating is eating. So we're all, we all have this sick desire to, to, to alter our bodies and we're all in this shit together. You know, it's as much as I, want to beat the guys I'm competing against. I also wish them the most success. Uh, and we all have our pros and cons, you know, we got to work on, we all have our adversities. We got to persevere through and, and our, um, flaws we got to improve upon. But at the end of the day, everybody has that. Everybody has those things. So we got to work the best we can. And unfortunately, Rich, I think just kind of succumbed to it. He's he succumbed to his flaws and, and fed too much into potentially his drug abuse. And that's what ended up killing him. We lost him way too soon. Um, many, many years before we should have ever have lost him. If we still had him today, I think the world would be a better place, especially in fitness, but it is what it is. We lost him and all we can do is just look back and watch videos of what he used to say and what he has said and, um, and apply it to today's uh, world. And like I said, he's ahead of his time. So everything he was saying in 2016, 2017 holds more true now than it did back in the day. He was just way ahead of his time. Hell yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep mentioning his name. You'll hear his name constantly. Oh, for this sure. Podcast. <laughs> for sure. Oops. Busted. <laughs> this is just a snack. It doesn't count. <laughs> We'll keep quoting him. We'll, we'll constantly quote him. I'll watch those uh, Bigger by the Day, and I'll just obs make obscure quotes from Bigger by the Day. Yeah, just to test me, see if I've seen them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, it'll be good. But anyways, we appreciate <laughs> you guys listening. It was fun. Uh, Rich Piano is yeah. a great guy, so check out his information, or his YouTube, I mean, and, and look him up and all that. Check him out. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. Bye. We'll be seeing you guys next week. See ya. Peace.